Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Delano Sapporo, episode 66 of the podcast. We'll talk a little bit more about 401ks in this episode. As always, wherever you're listening, make sure you five-star rate, review, and subscribe to support the podcast team New Street like we have been doing. Same old slate, of course, but with some new and interesting topics, market update, and what's in the news. We'll talk about our finance roundtable and why I don't like or favor 401ks. We'll skip question of the week this week and just talk about the NFL draft and some other exciting updates. So again, folks, wherever you're listening, support the pod. Thank you as always for listening and I hope you enjoy the show. Crazy, crazy week for markets and news updates. Uh, We had just kind of a big prints um, and big news updates across the stock market. One being big tech earnings, big tech earnings, the big talk. Remember, there was, you know, months ago, weeks ago, people were saying the tech wreck, but the earnings showed the opposite. Apple, Facebook, Google all had crazy, crazy numbers. Taking a deeper dive into Apple, profit was up 42% ahead of expectations, revenue up 16%. Booming sales of devices from the work from home, work from everywhere trade. Everyone's working from home or for everywhere. Um, you also saw Facebook have strong advertising sales. Uh, so yeah, the markets were strong. Then if you look at the the other markets front, you have, you know, the Fed uh, sticking with you know, news that's supportive and, and helpful for the market, even though they're saying that inflation is transitory or short term, um, that is something to be watched as we'll watch how long these inflation numbers, you know, continue to increase. Commodities is are increasing. That's, you know, typical of what happens when you have um, inflation increasing, as well as, you know, cyclical trades uh, also across the front. So that's something to watch. You had the Fed statement. I read the statement. Um, and, and it was nothing but respected keeping rates the same. Um, also, jobless claims that came that print came in at about five hundred forty nine thousand um, last week, higher than expected. So, so that's another interesting front. But you know, these are all things that it's playing in the market. But the market's been marching higher. You know, people talked about this or that, and the market's been really, really resilient. Over the past few months, you know, we had, you know, some pullback in tech, but that's been recovered. And tech is on par with the rest of the market, and it's probably going to surpass the rest of the market um, as we close out the year. So that is just a huge, huge, um, you know, big week for for market news. And we dive deeper into the market news. We were just talking about Apple. There was their sales were fifty four percent to ninety billion, a record for January to March quarter. Uh, profit more than two x to twenty four billion. Notably higher than what Wall Street expected. Double-digit sales growth on all categories, even the iPad. Uh, Mac revenue soared seventy percent to a fresh record. The work from home life is 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 gonna be more of a bigger play than people expect. Um, in the sense that a lot of people love it rather than going in some office sitting next to Tim and Susie who you hate. Um, you could work from home and not have to see their ugly faces. <laughs> totally joking. But it's actually, you know, iPhone sales soared 65%. Uh, and Apple's going to, you know, buy back dividend, buy back shares. They're increasing dividends. That's going to support, you know, the stock price. Those are up 2 3% in early hours trading. Facebook and Google also smashed earnings, driven by ad revenue. Ad revenue is not going away. Um, Facebook and Google 
showed that sales soared. Um, if you're looking at Facebook specifically, sales soared 48% from 2020 to 26 billion. Ad revenue made up 97% of that. Profits 2x. Um, and Facebook's made Facebook made nine percent nine dollars per approximately nine dollars per user, but forty eight dollars per year for each user in North America. Google had a monster quarter as well. They they showed that revenue was record, you know, sales soared and expectations smashing thirty four percent to fifty five billion. Eighty one percent of that came from advertising. Profits more than doubled to eighteen billion. And YouTube had a big big quarter. YouTube sales jumped forty nine percent. Uh, which is quite interesting that YouTube had such a big quarter um, as, as YouTube's 2 billion monthly users spent, you know, about 1 billion hours watching videos per day. That's quite impressive. So, you know, storm clouds are blooming because of the, the privacy apples rolling out a new privacy um, update, which will allow users. And I actually see it every time. Sometimes I click on my phone and ask when you enter an app, it asks, do you want this app to be able to track things across different platforms, which is the targeted ad capabilities. And um, Apple, you know, Facebook is not happy with Apple updating and essentially cutting into, you know, the biggest part of Facebook's revenue, um, possibly, which is that targeted ad revenue. Um, so that's something to be watching is that that battle plays out um, there, there's been models saying that estimates saying that Facebook could lose up to three billion a year if so, if this continues to to play out how it's been playing out. So that's something to watch, and, and it'll be highly anticipated. More big tech on the audio side. Spotify dropped um, their recent quarter numbers. They're they're notching almost 360 million users. They obviously they have the uh, former President Obama's podcast. I think it was with Bruce Springsteen and then you have Joe Rogan. So that they're doing well with the licensing of different big names with large audiences, but the market didn't really like the subscriber growth uh, that played out there, even though sales more than doubled from a year ago. Shopify sales actually also doubled more than from more than a year ago. Shopify, the e-commerce giant can, Canadian-based company, had a strong, strong quarter as well so there was a lot of big tech earnings and again people didn't really expect strong earnings across the board from the big tech companies but there were um and you know so that's something to 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 note and more on the political front you know president obama has now laid out the american family's plan which is the third huge spending proposal he's introduced in his first 99 days in office. This one is focusing on preschool kids, a universal preschool care, paid leave program for new parents or permanent expanded child credit. Uh, but the number of this plan is $1.8 trillion price tag, um, which is $1 trillion in new spending plus $800 billion in tax credits. And how is he going to fund this? Raise taxes. So they're raising taxes. You heard about the capital gains uh, for people that earn $1 million or more um, capital gains increase. There will also probably be taxes on, on real estate. Um, there's going to be taxes. that the, the, the bill will come home at some point where we have to pay for, for different things. And we're spending. We're seeing cost of goods a rise, inflation increasing, um, and and what we're going to have to do is obviously at some point pay the bill, and it's going to be through taxes so we can lower the debt. Um, we spent a lot. I think a lot of it was overdone in some cases, not all of it, but some of the later spending rounds 
Um, you saw money in, in and savings accounts increase dramatically, which is a good thing. And now people are going to spend, which is a good thing as well for the economy. But I think we want to carefully understand how much we are spending to make sure it's being targeted to the right areas at this point now. Um, and so that's, that's something to note. We'll see how, what gets passed. It's a lot of red tape to go through. We'll, we'll actually eventually at some point see what actually gets passed. Moving on to back to tech podcast wars, Apple and Spotify announced their four way into podcast subscription. We knew this was coming. First, Apple announced it, then Spotify followed, uh, and now they're doing podcast description. Apple's plan for $19.99 a year, podcasters can access features to turn their shows into subscription offerings. Apple takes 30% cut, and I've been talking about this all over CNBC, the, the, the battle for platforms for creators, and they're starting with the audio. Uh, OnlyFans kind of brought out the template, Patreon brought out the template of how creators, and now you know with podcasts and audio sound, people are jumping into that area where the platforms are allowing, hey, creators, you can do... You can monetize your following and we'll take a 30% cut as Apple's doing. Spotify's plan is a new ad marketplace that makes it easier for podcasters to find advertisers and their ability to distribute premium podcasts on their platform. Spotify is letting the podcasters keep 100% of subscription revenue until 2023 when a 5% fee kicks in. So they're taking less, um, trying to entice more people. So that's Spotify's plan because they know they need to grow specifically in that area. Um, so that's interesting. That is really, really interesting. And, um, you know, that that is um, a way for, you know, both sides hopefully can win. Creators uh, and the platforms are, are trying to make sure that it's a great way to a marriage of sorts to do that. Moving on to JP Morgan and the former, you know, my former colleagues that I'm banking <laughs> still, they're going back to work, it looks like. Um, JP Morgan expects all U.S. workers to be back in the office by early July on a consistent rotational basis up to the 50% cap. So they will be, you know, up to the 50% cap. Um, they will be back in the office doing whatever they do, pitching stuff, pitching SPACs, um, and sitting around waiting for their people above them to tell them what to do. <laughs> so, and they will also, it's actually, though, looks like I just got a notification that Mayor de Blasio said that July 1st, New York will be 100% open. So maybe everyone will be back in the office at the same time. We'll see. Uh, but that's big news across the front. The 100% open. I got the notification that New York City plans to be 100% open July 1. They want to bring the city back better than ever. With that said, um, five star are big in the city back. I walk around New York City all the time, and what I see is dogs everywhere and i like dogs i don't have them myself but i like them and if you do like them there's an app rover i think where people are able to take care it's an online pet care marketplace connects you to dog walkers house sitters groomers and even play dates for your dog they're planning to go public via spac um don't know much about the company's financials but you know everyone's kind of big on the pet space and again a gig economy gonna be hard for the margins but it's interesting nonetheless um independent workers are just soaring you know we have way independent workers wages of participation soared 33 percent in 2020 um which is increased i think that's going to increase even more as people understand and, and realize the flexibility of being an independent worker uh, especially with the advent of being able to do it online so easily moving on to everyone's favorite billionaire ceo elon musk 
not only is he running Tesla and posted a record profit of $438 million in the last quarter and grew revenue by 74%, the CEO of Tesla is also joining SNL for the opening monologue. Um, a lot of people, I guess, on SNL were not happy. They don't really particularly want him there. Um, I don't know if he – I don't know. I haven't watched SNL. I, I really don't watch it ever. But is he really funny? I don't think he's really funny. I think he's weird um, and smart, but I don't know if he's really funny. We'll see. We'll see if he has a comedic timing to pull it off. But he's going to be on there nonetheless. Tesla was all the rage last, you know, this past week as they, you know, had lofty expectations for themselves and projectors saying one of their Model Y cars will be the best-selling car in 2022. Um, growth, growth, growth. They're building, they're building gigafactories in Austin, Texas, Berlin, Germany. Um, they have a factory out in Shanghai. They're they're just trying to grow continuously, and that's good. That's a good thing. I think you know, electric vehicle has so many tailwinds. If you think about the 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 way we're going to grow that area of automobile manufacturing in the next 10, 15 years is going to be the fastest growing area. So that's something to watch for for people. Another fast-growing area, OnlyFans. OnlyFans revenue popped 553%, the $300 million, That is incredible. Um, the UK company, uh, entertainment company, and out-of-work performers looking for pace to provide the full to, to provide people with entertainment. And they jumped in revenue. Total value of transaction increased seven times. User base grew from less than 20 million to more than 120. There's 120 million of you on OnlyFans doing whatever is going on out there. That's that's good for you. I've never used it, but I'm, I'm all for it. People getting theirs however they can as far as the money. I'm, I mean, <laughs> but anyways, I, I don't think it's all bad on there. It's just a way for creators to to again make money that's that's there's no nothing wrong with that but um yeah they they received some backlash because people you know trick people on there and do this and that but um the UK based company is still trucking along speaking of trucking along coinbase i guess recently said that they will not allow political talk at work another company base camp which i'm not familiar with but they've also joined and that's a, kind of interesting that the 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 moves by these two companies to say hey we don't allow political clock at work they find it to be distracting and non-productive um i would say i would lean on the other side of you know you should be able to have production conversations about politics at work even though i'm not a big person that talks about politics all the time but if you're someone that works at a company that is what 60 70 percent of your life and if you can't you know use that outlet and 60% of your life to talk about something, whether you're, you're possibly passionate about, that is crushing, um, I feel like. And it doesn't allow for you to lend to have productive conversations from uh, the world as us people to have production conversations about something that's it's really, really important, or topics that are really, really important, especially today. Um, so I don't I, I go against that. I don't think it's the best way to go about it. We'll see if they flip-flop on that because I just don't feel like you can high-level ban that i mean can you really really ban that people are gonna rat on any other terms because they mentioned politics like that's just it just sounds unfeasible to me but we'll see how that works out fact of the day in 1999 larry page and sergey brin co-founders of google they tried to sell google to a search engine excite for seven hundred fifty thousand. But Excite passed, and now Google is worth $1.5 <laughs> I guess that's a lesson to believe in yourself. 
know your worth and keep on trucking folks. Well, hey, that was an exciting long news update this week. Lots to go up, lots to go about. Hope you enjoyed it. Next up, we'll talk in the financial roundtable. Hey, everyone, gather around for the financial roundtable segment. Why I don't like 401ks, eye-catching topic, eye-catching headline, but let's break it down. It's obviously more nuanced than that. Yes, the pros of 401ks, there are some good things to it, right? Forces people to save. Automatically, deduction comes from your paycheck of your employer. It's an employer-sponsored plan into your retirement savings account where it gets invested in a myriad of 10 to 20 options that your plan employer has with the custodian of the plan or the registered record keeper. That's good for some people. It needs to force you to save. A lot of people, when it hits, doesn't, if it goes right to their paycheck and it's not saved automatically for them, they'll spend it and they don't want to in some cases. That's okay. Also possible decent thing is lower taxable liability, which you can do through other retirement accounts, but that's another thing. Last, another pro match from the company. Free money is always good. So if the company's matching you, that's always a good thing. Those are some of the pros. Now, the reason why I don't like it and why when I was working in corporate and I never really put that much into my 401k, very limited investment options. And I always tell clients this, like you have an IRA, you have a brokerage account, we have more options. Whereas in your 401k, you are based on ERISA law and based on the plan with your employer, the, the employer said for so for you just like 10 different 20 different investment fund options not great in a sense of some cases for growth and it's tied to your work the reason why iras were started a lot of people don't know this because a lot of people don't know much about counts is this the government realized that people just had pension plans or 401k plans which came first, and one, people were idle, were not saving enough, and two, it was just so tied to their work. What if their work job went under? What if the company went under? That happened a lot of time, and people that lost everything. If the company went under, your job went under, your pension, your retirement, all that stuff, they were not able to long out your fund, and you, Joe, Billy, Bob, who were saving for years at this you know, old company, and you lost everything because the company went over by management. Management got out with a golden parachute. Um, so yeah, that's why those will start IRAs were started for individuals to have another tax advantage way. And I keep saying this, but people don't get it to save for retirement, um, outside of employer plans. And that's a, an advantage for you that people need to take, can take advantage of. It just gives you more flexibility as well. If you're, if you're in an IRA or brokerage account or your savings, it gives you more flexibility. If you're putting every, all your last savings dime into your 401k and let's say five ten years later you want to start a company and you have everything in your 401k you just screwed yourself essentially because if you need cash to start your company which you're more than likely going to and you have none in other areas you are going to have to obviously liquidate which you'll be hit with one in more more cases than not first paying income tax because the because 401k, you're most likely making pre-tax contributions, which you get possible tax deductions, but you're not paying your tax now. You're paying them later when you withdraw, which means that you will pay income tax on the withdrawal, right? And then you'll have a 10% penalty for withdrawing before 59 and a half. So if you want to start the company, you already take a huge hit. 
because you had a hundred thousand, you're going to pay income tax. Um, and then you're going to have, you know, the 10% penalty. You're probably walking away with what 60, 70 K, whatever have you. That's okay. But that's not always the best case. If you know, you're someone that's might want to take a risk to go further by starting something or, of your own. Right. And most people think saving, saving in a 401k is all they need to do. Have you heard of people? Yeah, I have a 401k. Like, like that's like the only thing that you're supposed to have or can have is obviously other options and ways to grow your funds through IRAs, through brokerage accounts, through different areas. Um, and a 401k just is a good cushion for people. It's just a starting point, but it's not the be all end all. And sometimes people don't realize that. So those are some of the reasons why I'm just not a big fan generally of just using that as the only vehicle for for growing wealth for nest egg. Um, there are some advantages, a lot of disadvantages as well. Uh, that's why working with someone that understands your situation can help you figure out what is the best route to go with. And just and, and it's just, you know, their options, their preferences, there are different things that make sense for different people in different situations. And that's why it makes sense to speak to someone that can help you set up. And that's where planners like myself and I've been help hundreds of people across the country. It, that's why it's there for. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a good tidbit. I hope people learn a little bit more about that um, and, and really can come and you know ask more questions if there are more to be asked. But um, let's go next to the personal life update in the next segment. Hey, everyone, rounding out the pod. No question of the week this week, which is okay. We will probably get back to it next week. This week, I thought it'd be fun to talk about the NFL draft, even though I haven't really watched sports at all this year. Um, But yeah, the NFL draft is coming up. NFL draft. Who's the top pick? Trevor Lawrence, I'm assuming. Um, I actually don't even know who's second. I think it's the big offensive lineman from Oregon. Um, so we'll be keeping our eyes on that. I don't know what my team, the Vikings pick. I don't know when they pick, but hopefully they get someone good. Who's your team? Where are they going? Where are they picking? Basketball wise, I haven't been keeping up, but I'm surprised that the Suns are number one in the Western Conference. Where's my Lakers at? Where's LeBron at? What is going on? The weather's getting nicer. I'm seeing more and more people out and about as I take my morning walks with coffee to stretch my legs, but hey, everyone, let's stay safe as we go into spring and keep getting better every day. I will talk to you soon in the next episode. See you soon.